the Hats Off Gloves Off podcast with Mitchell Phillips and Spencer Callender. Hey, you guys! Good morning, Vietnam! Good morning, Central Hollywood. It is Mitchell Phillips. This is the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. Oh, we're fucking live, dude. If you're listening to the audio version, stop being a bitch, dude. Go to YouTube, at Hats Off, Gloves Off on YouTube. Or is it? There's no at on YouTube, right? If no. you want to see me glow in the dark, uh, check it out. <laughs> yeah, we got new cameras. because uh, glowing. Spencer's I'm, complexion is awful. I'm not this pale. We told him not to wear black, so he wore white, which is the same color as the chair. Um. Which he couldn't have known. He couldn't have known other than the photos we sent him. But um, let's just thank God these chairs are low backed because otherwise you wouldn't be able to see his face. Hey, it just looked like eyes coming out of a backrest. My grandma bought me the shirt and I wanted her to see it on camera. That's a really cool shirt. Yeah. I, I like that I shirt. I love it. My grandma got it for me for Christmas. Um, so this is hats off, gloves off. What we like to do here is uh, we give hats off to those that deserve it, you know, pats on the back, and then we give gloves off to those that deserve it, pats on the fanny. Hats off, um, what is that? Hats off to you, sir. That's when you do something good, and you can do what on paper seems like a bad thing, but we're going to give you a hats off. Sometimes it's good to be bad. But sometimes you can do a bad thing and be a good boy. You know what I'm saying? Um, And then that is going to sound like... And I'm, we're kicking around the idea of a real boxing bell. I don't know. We might need a TV tray over here somewhere. We just but find out what you're doing, and we filter it through our own perspective, and it comes out the other end, and we send it to you. Justice. We, um, yeah, we're the. I like to say we're the little dots in the yin yang. So we're the we're the black dot inside the white sperm, and vice versa. We're the nuance. <laughs> Excuse me. Um, we might be coming for you, and yeah, we we dish it out, but we don't take it. So no hate mail. Oh yes, no knock, negativity. Knock that us. shit off. Don't do that. We don't want to hear it. That that's fucking dude. That's get that junk out of here. We don't want none of that. That's not uh, that's not what the vibe we're chasing. You we know what I mean? Keep positivity in our lives. Yeah, we're this all is, positive. This is a big deal though, because we've been uh, the man shut us down, quarantine, COVID. Uh, we've, been, we've been stuck in a basement alone like pussies, and now we're back. We're, the sun is shining, and we're here. We're back at our new studio um, in the penthouse of the W Hotel in downtown Los Angeles. Yeah, and sometimes we use the grotto at the Playboy Mansion, but they're fumigating it right now. So. Yeah, there was some like some like chlorine balance bleach issue or something. It smelled weird. Uh, it smelled like you were cleaning your bathroom, but they said it'll be all fixed by next time, so we might get a pool party. Let's get some fucking bolt-ons in here who knows get some fucking get some rock hard cold tits bolt-ons is good that's one of the best subreddits is flawed bolt-ons and it <laughs> it's just a subreddit dedicated to botched breast enhancement oh those dudes that go to mexico or dudes the ladies that like they go dudes to brazil go and get like dudes go too. concrete in their tits i think we talked about this last week let's <laughs> let's skip that let's move along let's move along um this is the Hats Off, Gloves Off podcast. I'm going to get right into it. First of all, we have a news update. Jeremy, I'm going to need you for this one. This Justin, breaking news with Mitchell Phillips. So, as we've covered in the past, um, I think three times now, There's um, there's been reports. Simple. Of a guy flying a jetpack around uh, LAX, Los Angeles International Airport. Mystery man, because no one's no one has video of him. They just see him. Well, yeah, that was the thing. So the first like two reports, people were like, "These guys are high or something." There's no jetpack guy around LAX. Well, people are, saying, but you're like, it's a pilot. It's not like you, you know, some guy on the street. You can't trust his word. You know what I mean? Where like, if you testify in court, like, also, get a fireman well, to testify. Are saying like, oh, how come the pilots never took video? I'm thinking, well, maybe because they're landing an airplane right now. <laughs> yeah. uh, their air, their iPhones in a lockbox because it's against FDA rules to. Uh, Snapchat while you're FDA FAA FAA my bad <laughs> FDA Whoopsie. yeah they're taking they're eating steaks and um, I'm trying to no it's USDA I'm sorry yeah, they get them all fixed up they're doing stuff well how'd you do that we got special effects I'm so impressed oh, I thought you're high fiving me I'm so impressed when I see I'm leaning Tower of Pisa when I see people's clip. videos and they have that like dude it's, it's so like, tight oh, I can be a newscaster dude go I full go full screen on it so we don't have this bullshit. In the world make them and they are not commercially available. 
company says their technology okay so finally we have video footage of this this 2021 2021 iron man the approaching los angeles international airport chris van cleave is following the investigation for us chris good morning to you what do we know well good morning then another jetpack. Wait, where's the? I just want to see the footage of the guy. I want to watch fucking yeah. Dallas Reigns talk about it. I don't know what we're doing. Jetpack aviation are not common. Is that it? Now we're just watching the news. and they are not commercially available. There we go. There's some clips. You guys get it. Yeah. All right. Okay. Anyway, these are these have been vague rumors up until now, but now we have because there were we we're on a flight. They said because there was a co-pilot there that the. the the pilot was able to take video footage of this off the coast of uh, Palos Verdes. Nice. Beautiful place to go. Trump Golf Course is there. It's one of the most beautiful golf courses in Southern California. Great, great uh, ocean hiking tide pools in the area. There's a Nazi surf gang down there that uh, the actual cops had to break up a lot. Are they on. affiliated with the Trump Golf Course? Because I've, I've heard... No affiliation. No, I've, I've literally seen zero evidence, but I've heard that uh, Trump is a Nazi. So, I'm 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 just assuming that the, the our Aryan Brotherhood is out there on the links, you know, out on the front nine, just doing hate crimes out in Palos Verdes. Yeah, Nazi. That's a good, Nazi's a nice buzzword. We need a better. Yeah. Yeah, we but we can't say it too much, or we're going to get pulled down from our live stream over here. Oh yeah, I shouldn't say the words Nazi over. Anymore. Yeah, let's say. Um, You're right. Um, Aryan enthusiasts. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's it. We've got this guy's for sure. So. He, downside we're we're on his tail there's now footage of him people know he's real the faa is probably going to be on his ass you know what i mean they're going to have uh the fbi as well are investigating um so this guy's not far from being caught i say he's closer to being caught than where he was a couple months ago where he was people didn't even know if he existed he's like yeah. bigfoot out there yeah, the bigfoot I, of the skies i like to call him i think most of the jetpack companies are based in los angeles he needs to go to like the phoenix airport or something you know he needs to get to a new airport that's what he, he needs to do like the monoliths where everybody's freaking out about that monolith in oh, utah yeah, and then yeah. all of a sudden there's like oh there's one in washington there's one in burma yep keep us guessing yeah yeah um so that's it all right well i gotta hats little, off to this scumbag i guess it's kind of a not really an update but yeah it's just a hats off to our boy tommy lasorda who passed away oh he, uh you know, he started as a scout, ended up as a manager, got the Dodgers two championships. He has um, some really cool quotes that I like. He has actually some, uh, you know, some basic ones like uh, difference between the impossible and the possible lies in a person's determination. That's all right. Uh, the problem with success it doesn't teach you how to fail. Whatever. The only way I'd worry about the weather, weather is if it snows on our side of the field and not theirs. This is a quote I like. This is a classy one. I've heard it. I think they use this quote in uh, Sopranos, possibly. There are three types of baseball players. Those who make it happen. Those who watch it happen. And those who wonder what happened. It's a good quote. That's a good one. It's a good quote. That's one of those like those transcendent ones where it's above the game. You know what I mean? Like you, you, you miss 100, 100% of the shots you don't take. Yeah, yeah. But then I found out some dirt about Tommy I didn't know about. It's kind of the thing, you know, like when Kobe died and everyone was sad, but then everyone kept bringing up the rape allegation. Uh, this Same thing's happening to our boy Tommy Lasorda. He was like 92 junk. or 93 years old. and But I guess Tommy Lasorda had a gay son. Boo! His son died in the early 90s, supposedly... Supposedly from AIDS. So this is the early 90s. When, Allegedly. When, like, they didn't really know about AIDS or anything. So I think... Because it was the early 90s, Tommy Lasorda just pretended his son was not gay. Yeah. And so he just said, no, my son died of pneumonia. His official on the, on the, you know, on his actual autopsy, it says he died of pneumonia. So now this, the gay community is kind of going after him because what they're saying is that Tommy Lasorda being such a big, famous person could have done a lot for the AIDS epidemic, but chose not to because of the shame he felt for his son. <laughs> First so, of all, anybody who thinks like that doesn't know who Tommy Lasorda was before he died. Yeah, and what's Tommy Lasorda going to do for the AIDS epidemic? He was just as confused as everyone else. He sold his team to Magic Johnson. He probably didn't even think that his son had AIDS. 
But, um, uh, so yeah, they're tainting his legacy because, and he 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 said like I loved his, his, he loved his son. He was close to his son, but I guess in '92 he wasn't willing to publicly say, "Yo, my kid's got AIDS." Yeah, but also I've been having this conversation with my girlfriend because I'm watching Rescue Me, and that show started in like 2005. And that show starts out so good and goes off the rails. Oh yeah, the first couple seasons are great, but like they say faggot like eight times an episode, and like there's all but. The, my whole point is, like, they're tackling these issues. They didn't just, like, leave gay people out of it. They're like, no, one of the firefighters is gay. One of them has a gay son. One of them gets, like, um, is a gay basher like, yeah, in one episode. and they're in New York, so they're heroes, but they got potty mouths. But also, yeah, it's it, – but if if our job was firemen, I mean, we're comics. So if, if we're just together, like, getting lunch and some crazy shit happens, we're just going to make the jokes about it. You know what I mean? Where, like, they, there's one episode where there's two gay guys in a tree. It's like, what, did the first one get up there and the other guy chased his asshole up the tree? Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Where you're like, she's like, I can't believe how awful this show is. I'm like, no, that, that should be a testament for, like, how far we've come in the last 15 years. Yeah, and how, yeah, and the show is kind of progressive in its own way. But, yeah, that's the thing, like, pe- people take um, what comedians say seriously, where it's like, wait a minute, people don't even take what the president <laughs> why can he say it take the president seriously yeah. why are you taking me seriously at an open mic and yeah it depends on the crowd but you can get them like um i was i have a joke and i was saying tranny in one of my jokes the other night and the audience kind of clammed up you know their buttholes yeah. really tightened up when i said tranny and i said they probably their buttholes tightened up because they thought the tranny was coming in oh maybe but what i said to him i said hey i'm not saying tranny to be controversial i just i only have a five minute set i'm trying to save time yeah i can't be saying transsexual now you guys are making me explain it that yeah. i should have just said transvestite that, or whatever that let them that loosened their buttholes a little bit at least got the them laughing but uh and then tommy lasorda he they're trying to bring him down too because tommy lasorda is friends with uh donald sterling who is the shamed clippers owner you know and it's like of course they're friends they both work in you know they're both la sports, sports magnets in la and tommy lasorda he even he said i've been friends with sterling for 30 years doesn't surprise me that he said what he said <laughs> <laughs> and he said i shouldn't have said he shouldn't have said that he just hurt himself by talking too much and saying things he shouldn't be doing. But uh, it's like, oh, you're not allowed to be friends oh, with this but guy? But what he said, which I agree, because that girl who... Uh, okay, Donald Sterling was a horrible racist, but the girl who uh, secretly recorded him, she was a fucking bitch. Because he was just saying, you can fuck black dudes, but don't bring them to the basketball game. He's actually insanely progressive for like a dude in his 90s. But Tommy said about the girl, I don't want that girl... I don't wish that girl any bad luck. I hope she gets hit by a car. no but it's so funny where it's like oh this guy he's you know this dodgers fucking legend who died and you're like well well, let's dig up who he might have been friends with like that's somebody's motive or uh modus yeah right modus operandi my friends list when i die because i'm a man of the people i was i'm friends with some insane people who i can i can vouch for that probably uh had some skeletons in their closet but like ellen degeneres she like deflected that whole george bush thing where it's like no if there is like a certain group of people you shouldn't be allowed to be friends with it's war criminals like this this guy is responsible solely responsible for the destabilization of the entire middle east that we're still dealing with we're now uh, like dudes who fought post 9 11 are now sending their sons to go fight in the same fucking war and she's like oh it's okay we're allowed to disagree and still enjoy a football game together it's like n- I don't care if Donald Sterling, like, who said some things were, that are racist in today's standards, but really are, like, kind of open. He was, a ni- ni- like, a 98-year-old multimillionaire. He's going to be a little out of touch. And he's fucking black women. But, he uh, also, he owns an NBA team. He He's paying millions of dollars to black people. It's not like he's a plantation owner. Yeah, and Tommy Lasorda, I don't know. But, okay, what could Tommy Lasorda have done for the AIDS epidemic? Because this guy's point in the article is, like, it was a very confusing time. There was a lot of stigma around AIDS. It's like there should be stigma around AIDS, and no one knew how to get it, but you get it by fucking other men. Oh, yeah. That's that Kurt Metzger joke where he's like, <laughs> he's like, hey, Doc, I think I have AIDS. He's like, well, you're not black. Um, are you gay? He goes, no. He's like, do you do needle drugs? He goes, no. He's like, you don't have AIDS. He's like, you're not going to run any tests? He's like, no, I don't think that's science. Nope, that's it. But I guess there was a time. Uh, I was a little kid, but when... People thought you could just get AIDS from anywhere, and then they... Oh, yeah. Remember, like, Greg Luganis? He cracked his head. You ever seen that video? Yeah. On the he board. cracks his head on the diving board, and the, the pool just empties in points five seconds flat. People are swimming out of the pool faster than their fucking, you know, mixed routine. 
Um, oh, before we go, I also want to share one of my favorite Tommy Lasorda quotes, uh, where I think his wife said, um, she's like, I think you like baseball more than me. He goes, that might be so, but I definitely like you more than football and hockey. <laughs> <laughs> gotta let them know when, where they stand. Uh, yeah, you gotta put them in their place every now and then. Some old-fashioned, he's a New York guy, right? Yeah, I... Some, some fucking 90-year-old Ginzo, just fucking... Yeah, he's gonna be hilarious. Yeah, he loves baseball. I mean, he... I would see him, like, almost every Dodger game I went to, he would be there, and they'd call him out, and he'd be all yeah. old. But this guy's, like, basically on his deathbed, can't even talk anymore, and he's still at a Dodger game. Yeah. But you, you gotta let people know what's important to you. Like, I did the same move. I proposed to my wife, and then immediately left to go do an open mic. <laughs> And my girl was like crying, like, what the fuck are you doing? And it's like, babe, it's Sunday at noon. You know I got to hit the comedy scene. Come on. Come on, babe. I'm wasting time over here. What does that say? What's that quote say? Uh, Oh, the one I said? Okay. Perfect. So that's it. I I love Tommy Lasorda. He has a lot of energy. He was funny as hell. Really charismatic. Uh, Yeah. You gotta love that young pussy. Um, Irrelevant drop. Um, Shout out to Tommy Lasorda. Rest in peace. Shout out to your family. I'm glad he got to see them win it. Oh hell yeah! Because he, I mean he 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 got them to two. He got them two rings. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I'm, I yeah. It's it's almost that thing where um. When people wait to die, you know what I mean. He probably could have died like five years ago. But we were on such a run over the last five years that yeah. he was like, I gotta hold on. And then once they did it, you know, it's almost like. We're a couple that's married for 60 years. The wife dies, and the husband's like, all right, I, I have no reason to be here yeah, anymore. Yeah, Johnny Cash, or they really do that. Like, my lady tells me all the time that she'll, like, tell her patient, like, your daughter's on her way. She's stuck in traffic. And then the daughter shows up, and they die within five minutes. Like, it's, yeah. yeah, it's a real thing. But um, I was just thinking, RIP, can we stop saying rest in power? I don't know when that started. It's recent. But just rest in peace. Knock it off. You're, you're, these people aren't powerful. Or do rest in piss. That's a cool one. That Ooh. was on a. I, I had that on a world industry skateboard oh, when I was little. Cool. Right. It was rest in piss. All right. Shout out to Wet Willie Flameboy. R.I.P. Yeah, it was the devil guy. I also had a poster of him. Um, the devil guy saying, uh, it was just. He's, it was his stream. It was like their take on like the Calvin peeing, and it said, "I'd rather be pissed off than pissed on." Ooh. And I was me like, too. a me nine-year-old too. me was like, this is fucking sick, dude. This is hilarious. <laughs> Skateboarding is not a crime. Skateboarding's not a crime, bro. So, we're back to me. Um, oh, one drop. Speaking of skateboarding, one cool move as far as skateboarding not a crime I saw one time. Let's hear it. You know, uh, you know how uh, you know people would uh, wax up the rails to skate? Well, by my apartment in Long Beach when I was a kid, there was a place where uh, cops would light the wax on fire trying to melt it off the curbs, but some guys sprayed WD-40 on it. So when the <laughs> cops went to burn the wax off, it lit up. It was sick. RIP skateboarding. Um, yeah, that's what I love. I always like the perseverance of skating because... Uh, like, I don't do it seriously anymore, but, like, it was a huge part of my life for, like, 10 years. But, like, just seeing, like, go showing up to the spot, and I was like, hey, they put grind blockers up. Like, little, like, metal stubs on the railings or on the curbs yeah, or whatever. Yeah, like, ollie over it and Yeah, stuff. and I'm like, fuck yeah, you just made us better at skating. Yeah. Sick. Um, all right, I'm going to jump into this. This is, fuck, this is two of my topics. This is two news headlines, but one story wrapped in one. So I don't know if you saw this. But Anderson Cooper, this is a gloves off to this fucking son of a bitch. Who does not have AIDS. Allegedly. I mean, who's, who's to tell other than his, his husband? But uh, Anderson Cooper is under fire recently because he attacked Olive Garden. He didn't necessarily attack Olive Garden, but he, after the, 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 the riot, uh, the, the insurgency, the domestic terrorism that was the march on the Capitol... Um, the worst violence we've seen in this country in decades, apparently, if you listen to some news sites. Uh, but he said, uh, he said, look at them. They're high-fiving each other for this deplorable display of completely unpatriotic, completely against law and order, completely unconstitutional behavior. It's stunning. And they're going to go back, you know, to the Olive Garden and the Holiday Inn, and they're going to have some drinks, and they're going to talk about what a great day they had today in Washington. They were stoked. Some of the people who went to the to the riot like left and said like this was the greatest day of my life. <laughs> you, I guarantee people it. Really, were the dude who was waving the Confederate flag in the rotunda. It's oh. like, bro. I mean, you're gonna go to jail for like 15 years, but 
it's worth it for that photo. I like, guess so. Well, doing like, it for the gram? Like the people, like that one girl who got shot in the neck, uh, she died doing what she loved. Like she said on it that, you know, you go to her. What's great is you go to these people's social media <laughs> yeah. and they say, I will die for Trump. And it's like, oh, shit, you died for Trump. That's crazy. Yeah, but if you think about it, she was in the Air Force for like 14 years, I think. Yes. She took an oath to defend this country from all threats, foreign and domestic. And what's funny, whether too, she was right or not. She thought the election was stolen, and she's like, well, I'm going to go fucking occupy this place. And I guarantee she was not the only veteran there. Oh, definitely not. She got tricked, though, because the one move that I think is hilarious and also fucked up is that Trump goes, I'm going to go. I'm going to march with you guys. Yeah, I'm going too." And then he just disappeared. Then they're breaking into the Capitol building. He's just at an Arby's. Well, he was on the phone calling... uh, some guy from Georgia trying to get the vote stalled, but yeah. he called the wrong guy. It just so much stuff looks so bad optic wise, but I do think it's hilarious that he tricked them and said, I'm marching with you. And then he's like, well, see you later guys. So apparently Olive Garden clapped back at Anderson Cooper on Twitter. Sure. Cause that's what fast food does now. Apparently. Yeah. Like, Wendy's talk shit on Jack in the box. Yeah. 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 Well, you guys Kill are so all. quirky. Kill us all. But, uh, but the, uh, <laughs> so this fucking guy, God damn it. He was forced to apologize, saying, I should have been more clear with something I said in the immediate moments after the attack as people had broken into the Capitol were simply being allowed to leave. It seemed just walk away. Uh, celebrating the criminal act uh, they had taken part in, blah, blah, blah. Um, thinking they had accomplished something, yada, yada. Just for the record, I like Olive Garden. I like the artichoke dip, even though it has spinach in it, and I hate spinach. Yes, I know it's an appetizer with breadsticks, but it's like a whole meal. I've been sad about it all day. First of all, his name is his mom is Gloria Vanderbilt. Like of the Vanderbilt Vanderbilt. Yeah, he's eating he's eating Olive Garden? I doubt oh I oh, oh it's it's reprehensible these people think I was actually like talking bad cuz his whole take was like I wasn't saying like talking shit about Olive Garden like oh these people are going to go back to the Holiday Inn and Olive That's Garden. Just where they eat. He's like no, I was just thinking about like the restaurants that are in Capitol Hill. And then the first guy on Twitter was like the closest, the closest Olive Garden's in Maryland, bro. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know what I mean? I was actually thinking of like Olive Cafe or something. That's Just bash on Olive Garden. Who exactly. Gives shit? Who gives a shit? Stick to you. It's I'll not... bash on Olive Garden all day. Olive Garden fucking well, first sucks. Of all, I've been there. First of all, it's really bad. He's spent the last four years absolutely shit talking half of the country. Because whether you like it or not, half of the country loves fucking Trump. Yeah, but they're not yeah. Nazis. They're just regular hardworking people. They're mostly mad that they got fucked over by a trade deal and they can't grow corn because we sold like some rights to China or Whatever. Yeah, and there's a lot. They feel like these people feel like they don't have a place in America anymore, and they're uh, getting buck wild. You're a coastal elitist fucking douchebag. You're literally like this weird gay guy who like flaunts his like open relationship on TV, and like Heartland America is still a, kind of adjusting to that. So you're you're already like the bad guy in these people's eyes, and then you're gonna like like backtrack on Olive Garden. Yeah, like just, you've been calling them Nazis for four years. Just double down on Olive Garden. You're like, no, I don't eat that shit. Pasta, yeah. Like the pasta primavera, like, are you kidding me? I get homemade pasta from a guy from fucking Sicily. That's what I do. An Italian guy ziplines through my fucking <laughs> kitchen window and just leaves it in the fridge. Because you're fucking Vanderbilt, bro. Your your parents built like, or you're not your parents, but your ancestors built fucking like yeah. fucking Grand Central Station and shit. Like, I'm poor, but I don't eat Olive Garden because I live in LA and I know where to get good Italian food. Yeah. But uh, I think, I do think, because Trump, okay, Trump, I do believe. This is his fault. I do think that he encouraged violence. He did say, we got to fight. We got to fight. Giuliani said trial by combat. He then said, <laughs> he then said, if we don't fight, we'll have a country. But I do not think Trump wanted violence. I do believe that he just wanted one of his crazy ass fans to shit on Pelosi's desk. He wanted 100%. And also heads up, Biden, if you're watching this, Biden, clean and sanitize your office because Trump <laughs> is wiping his balls on everything in oh, the yeah. Oval Office. Trump is smearing his taint all over everything in the White House Don't, right He's now. got that do not disturb on the knob. Yeah. And he is, he's like, I'm doing important business. I'm doing important business. And he is just grinding staplers, rulers, pencils. Everything he can touch is going on his nuts. So I guarantee Biden, that's one of those things. Clean up, Biden. Clean up. I, I mean, that's one of those things. Like, the president leaves, they probably just throw everything away. I, I hope so. Aside from, like, the desk and the rug. 
You might want to get a new desk. You also got to be careful. There's all those like secret doors in the Oval Office. You know what I mean? You just like push a picture and the wall slides out and shit. Just what Trump is up to is follow. I, I just, he just like, fills it with bees. Yeah, leaving <laughs> pranks for Biden. He's gonna he's gonna fuck him, dude. Up. How great would that be? His, his final. Uh, like I'm gonna get justice as he leaves a whoopee cushion in the office chair and <laughs> on the fucking the resolute desk. Because Trump kind of just pulled. Um, I've seen a girl do this in a at a high school party. Uh, Trump didn't get, get invited to the party. They were gonna, you know, confirm the election of Biden. So he sent his people in there, which is like what a drunk girl gets kicked out of a party. She calls the cops on the party. Yeah, she can't come in. Trump was just a little butt hurt. He wanted to party too, and they wouldn't let him. But that's what that's what drunk girls do. Like we have a not really a friend. He's a piece of shit. But we have a mutual uh, we have a mutual comic who told me that one time a <laughs> mutual uh, comic one time a girl wouldn't fuck him. One time a girl wouldn't fuck him, so he so he told her to leave his apartment, and then he called the cops and got her a DUI. Um, yeah, what a fucking cunt. And then you know what sucked too because then conspiracy theories kind of started about that like. That story about the guy tasing his own balls and dying while trying to steal a portrait. That was a lie. He didn't... Fake news. Which sucks, because that's a great story. That's a great story. Great dude. story. And he did die. You know, he had a heart attack from getting so excited. And then I was... There's that girl with the onions. Apparently, onion is actually, um, like, helps like combat a tear, gas, tear gas. Yeah. So... Anything. The whole thing was insane. But that lady's interview was great. We're starting a revolution. We're starting a revolution. Um, yeah, so anyway, Anderson Cooper is genuinely butthurt. No pun intended. He said, genuinely, it makes me feel sad. People think I'm too fancy to eat at a place like Olive Garden. Like, if your family wasn't like the Astors and the Pens, and you know, all these, like the seven, one of these seven original families that like founded this country, um, even if you were just like, you know, pulled yourself up by your bootstraps out of the gutter and you became this national news anchor, I would still think you're too fancy. You know what I mean? Like, the fucking... Whoever, like, the Dallas Reigns of Cleveland is. You know what I mean? Whoever, like, the local weatherman, he doesn't go to Olive Garden. You know what I mean? Yeah, and if, like... I imagine Anderson Cooper, like, maybe ironically eating it in an airport. Like, hey, honey, look at us. We're just, like, regular people eating Olive Garden. Yeah, there's no way he's, like, oh, let's... Hey, did you call Olive Garden? We, we, you know what I mean? Let's see if they have, a t- a, you know, a, <laughs> a six top for fucking seven. Last time I went to Olive Garden was, uh, I thought I was being fancy, but my grandma, I got arrested in Fresno one time and I had to go, I had, a, I had to go to court and my grandma drove me to court, which is really sweet of her. So then I took her out to Olive Garden afterwards, yeah. like took my grandma. That's what Olive Garden yeah. is for. And I, I was like, grandma. And I remember my mom telling me too, she's like, she's like encourage her to get wine because she wants to drink but she won't it won't do it so i'm like yeah. grandma you drink up you know yeah. get the tour of italy we're gonna have treat a good yourself time. unlimited pasta and breadsticks yeah whatever you want or su- soup salad and breadsticks i do think this the insurrection was kind of like uh you see it in mafia movies when like they want to they want to put out a hit but they hire like kind of like the doofus heroin addict who fucks it up that's kind of how it was like trump was thinking he was going to have some like real military people who knew what they were doing Mm -hmm. and then he's he kind of just got the rejects because all those people wear military gear because i went to a trump rally before he got elected and i remember one of the trump supporters was screaming at me saying i was ridiculous and i was just wearing like a hat shorts and a t-shirt and he was wearing full camo with a mask <laughs> and everything it's like you're no you're ridiculous you're the idiot you weren't no, but that's the, what all you these weren't in are the military that's what all these people are doing on both sides the antifa who wrecked fucking you know every major city for the past fucking year and then well yeah the, the trump supporters every time they go to combat them are at capitol hill recently they're larping it's the same people that show up to the fucking park with foam swords to fight to like you know seize control of a castle yeah. you're the same you're you're you bought all your fucking tactical gear online most of this is you know like real soldiers wouldn't even use this shit like if you ever see like navy seals they wear like band t-shirts that but they just have like a bulletproof vest over it yeah they're wearing what they what they think yeah they should be wearing uh but yeah well everyone's going after the cops you know what it is it's dudes who have belt knives those like the belt buckle knives you can get at like gas stations that sell ninja stars they have the flip-flops with the bottle opener yeah on the exactly bottom. but the tactical flip-flops i feel like the cops have at least been consistent because the right was always they were they've been bashing 
the cops because they weren't doing shit when the looters showed up. And you know, I watch yeah. all the videos. They stole a bunch of stuff. The cops were right there. They didn't do anything. And then the cops also didn't do anything in this situation. So all things being equal, the cops kind of have basically done nothing this whole year. Yeah. Which, uh, which is very consistent. Well, I Other love that the- somebody made that point on Twitter where they were like, like, well, could you imagine if this was Black Lives Matter that did this? Like, somebody would have died. It's like, are you forgetting the lady that got her neck fucking exploded? <laughs> <laughs> like, Jesus. Like, yeah, people did die. Like, I don't know what to tell you. But no, like you said, I at least appreciate consistency. And like, I think like, it's something like 10% of police officers have retired this year. They're like, I'm fucking done. Like, what do you want me to do? Like, yeah, same thing. That's, what, that's like, what nurses did when COVID came out. A lot of these nurses probably would have worked another five to 10 years, but then they're like, fuck this. This is too yeah, much. No. I'm done. Peace or out. The, the, Good I'll, luck. I was watching this video of one of the Seattle police officers and they had that autonomous zone where they just closed off like part of downtown and were like, this is ours now. And they try to start their fucking commie garden. And it's just like they put soil on top of cardboard and they thought they were going to grow food for thousands of people. But uh, the cop was like, he's like, no, it was like a month long and every single day we were begging them to just let us clear these people out. We have the capability. We think we're able to. Everybody's like, they've lost control of the city. It's like, no, our mayor is telling us we better fucking not touch these people. Yeah, we're not allowed to. We'll get fired. This is what these people dream of. These dudes who sign up for the police department, they're just sitting there in their tactical gear like, please just give us the fucking green light. Let us let us beat in the heads of these stupid hippies. Yeah, we have the equipment. We have the gear. We know what we're doing. Uh, so it, just to clarify, Anderson Cooper is not too fancy to go to Olive Garden, but now I'm going to pivot because who brought this story to mainstream, uh, I don't know, recognition, I guess. Ooh, new Michael Chiklis movie. Stop showing me ads. The uh, This was brought to you by Sean Hannity, right? Sure. He he blew it up on his show because he's like, oh, these coastal elites, these these the you know the 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 fake news establishment media doesn't want you to believe blah 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 and he's like of course he doesn't eat at olive garden he hates olive garden and he hates you <laughs> just to do, do it that angle so they started a twitter this guy started a twitter campaign alleging that sean hannity had his because he supported trump got his unlimited pasta pass revoked Ooh. <laughs> the olive garden um what is it called Olive Garden, yeah, Olive Garden Pasta Pass, which I think it's like, uh, oh, that's real. Southwest did that thing like in the eighties, where it's like it's one million dollars and you fly for free for life. Yeah, Rolling Stone did that. It's like pay us two hundred bucks now, you get a lifetime subscription. Yeah, yeah. So apparently, Olive Garden had a Pasta Pass for a couple years. They don't have it anymore. <laughs> this is just an online rumor, and then it it got all the way up to his desk. So Sean Hannity on his show had to deny ever having the Pasta Pass oh, for all. Geez. So he spent. Two days just bashing on TV, bashing Anderson Cooper like, oh, you think you're too good for Olive Garden? And then it comes to him and he's like, guys, I don't have a pasta pass to Olive Garden. It's like, <laughs> oh, you think you're too good for the pasta pass? Because I know I guarantee mine. All of my family, all of my immediate and extended family would be absolutely thrilled to have access to a pasta pass. Sure. Who wouldn't? Pro. <laughs> pasta pass? I don't like Olive Garden, but if it's free, I mean, you know, it's not bad food it's just yeah. not good food yeah you know, there's better it's like food. you eat a fast food do you know what you're getting yeah but, uh, i'm in a hurry olive garden is so cheap and shitty for their food though they did they did some they found documents um on like training their cooks and everyone knows when you cook pasta you salt the water it flavors the water it flavors your pasta it's yeah. good but it also uh a pot is gonna last longer no salt so they don't allow their employees to even salt the water which i think is insane because Every Italian restaurant, that's like the first step yeah. in good pasta. So, yeah, I'll well, also the, noodle, it, the noodles don't stick. Yeah, it's good. Stuff it's like good that. all around. Yeah, it's, it's all good. Um, so, this is his, his official statement. To be clear, Sean Hannity has never held a lifetime pasta pass to Olive Garden. They haven't even been avail- available for more than a year. Now it's like his PR person just like pleading. Like, they don't even make them. Uh, but he did attack it as fake news which is hilarious instead of just being like hey some guy did a joke on twitter i just want to clear things up like i don't have a pasta pass like yeah we need to drop this fake news thing it's he's really going, this is fake news it's like no a guy on twitter was being hilarious and he started a massive rumor that you have a pasta <laughs> pass because he's like why is he defending olive garden so art like fervently and they're like because he has a pasta pass yeah i can't wait for the term fake news to go away um no, I think it's it's fucking it's disinformation. It's the same thing the CIA does, where they 
they associate, you know, like the Federal Reserve and income tax being completely against what this country was founded on. And then they go, oh, this guy's a conspiracy theorist. He doesn't believe in the moon. And you're like, no, that's not. You're making a false association. But so w- w- there is tons of fake news. Yeah. And there's, everything's. Yeah. Everybody, it's very known. hard to find unbiased factual information. Exactly. No one's Walter Cronkite anymore. But even if someone's reporting on a true thing, they put their either liberal conservative spin on it no matter what exactly we need walter cronkite baby so when you say you know fake news all of a sudden it's like i just put you in a camp you're in this you're on that team which is unfortunate yeah i'm on no one's team i'm on your team america america which i think the liberals could get a lot of people on their side if they just went hey yeah the news is gay you know what i mean what do you want yeah they probably lie to us a bunch you know what i mean you got to just you got to fucking think for yourself first of all have have any level of critical thinking skills. Yeah. The best example of yeah, of news going from what I thought was great to horrible is the Vice magazine company. When I was a kid and a teenager, their news was amazing. And now they have an agenda and they want to tell me what to do. And it's great because the one guy, Shane, went very liberal and then Gavin, who also founded the magazine, went very conservative and founded started the Proud, Proud Boys. Boys. So it's like but at the end of the day, it was started by two heroin addicts in Canada on a welfare program. So don't tell me what to think. Oh, no. I'd also, Gavin, that's the best. Shane. Vice is the best because... It used to be such great journalism. It was like Big Brother or like but Vice, it's adult like, mad it's magazine. It's the same as reading like NBC News now. Where it's, it's like, hey, we, uh, we gave all these pregnant ladies crack. Let's see what happens. And you're like, oh, you, you guys now are the arbiter of morality, you stupid cunts. Like you were... I don't know. You were like the National Lampoon where you're like, hey, let's give like cigarettes to children and take pictures of them. Like that'll be hilarious. Well, it's like, I don't know. It's like when comics go online and try to spew whatever their agenda is and try to convince me. It's like, I saw you picking up pieces of cocaine off the floor of a comedy club bathroom. Like, get the fuck out of here. Knock it off. Get out of here. Get get off my lawn. Well, I got a more lighthearted one. I like this guy. This is a gloves off, baby. Everyone knows, I mean, you've had your, I've had a lot of experiences with psychedelics, you have too. I feel like allegedly. Mush- mushrooms allegedly got me through high school. I was a fucking <laughs> weirdo who didn't know what was going on in my brain. I'm still a weirdo, but I at least had great evenings in the park and in nature. I had a mushroom crew. I just, from the ages of, I probably did too much while my brain was developing. From the age of 14 to 18, I consumed a lot. And I was always trying to take it to the next level. But I always tried to take it to a next level by like, hey, let's go to Disneyland or let's go to Yosemite. Let's find a new place. Let's take the same amount but change the setting. I got to a point where I was doing mushrooms so much in beautiful nature that I decided uh, we should do it in a Walmart because it was so anti-nature. It would yeah. somehow become nature. I was wrong. Yeah. We left the Walmart it's quickly. It's fucked up. It was... That was re- it's because bad, dude. I did it in a Walmart that was that backed up to the woods, so we immediately got to walk into the <laughs> woods. But I remember being really depressed, and we we had a plan. Like we brought, we made a pact, no purchasing anything. But I brought quarters for the twenty five cent machines. I thought oh, yeah. those would be fun. We got really depressed, and I went, "Oh shit, they have fish here. The fish will cheer us up." And then the fish tank, like they were all dead. Bad move. Yeah, they're like, oh, yeah, I've done that before on acid. We were just walking by a pet store, and I was like, oh, let's go in here. Let's play with the animals. That's yeah. probably great. No, 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 and then no, you no. go in there, and you're like, I just want to free them all. Just start kicking cages over. Like, free them. Fly, my fluffies. So this guy um, was trying to take it to a next level. He, in- he got mushrooms. He made a tea out of it. He put the tea in a syringe. He shot it into his bloodstream. And then the fungus grew inside of him and forced organs shut down. Jesus Christ. So he had organ so failure. This is just mushrooms? Like J- Just mushrooms. He synthesized it into a liquid, I 30-year-old assume. dude in Nebraska went to the emergency room because his parents said he seemed confused. He's bipolar, and he stopped taking his medication. He'd been going through manic episodes, and so he decided this is what's going to happen. It's gonna, he did some research online. Careful with the internet. It's full of crazy shit, apparently. I advocate absolutely everybody trying psychedelics, except for people with, like, manic issues, depressives, you know, personality issues, repressive, you know, type shit, because those are the people that, like... It brings it out. Well, yeah, well, not only that is, they're the ones that all the negative stories are about. It's like, you don't... I don't... I've never taken mushrooms and, like, got naked and tried to talk to a horse. Yeah, but... 
yeah like it's I, that's somebody who's already like teetering on fucking crazy yeah and if you haven't dealt with what's going on inside i did it with my friend and his dad had died like two months prior and it all came out during that trip <sighs> you know um that was that was terrifying that's a hard one that was really bad and he was scaring his dog so much that there, his dogs were trying to run away, but his dogs represented like protection to him. So he was chasing his dogs while they were running away, and there were two big German shepherds. And at some point, he grabbed onto both their collars, and they were sprinting around the house, dragging his body, like whipping him into everything. And he's just knocking shit over. And uh, anyway, back to this guy. So yeah, he had bipolar. He read about the potential for psilocybin, you know, helping out with depression, which is true. Yes. Uh, blah 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 Johns Hopkins however do not inject this drug he ended up being in the hospital for three weeks and he's a great cuss case study it was just mushrooms water cotton swab injected it two days after he injected so, it but can't you why can't you do that I guess you just have to sterilize the mushrooms right because they grow though they grow in your they str- grow in the dark oh, they're a fungus uh, yeah, yeah they're fungus and they they're grow spores. in dark yeah so that's why. And the inside of your body is dark. <laughs> and wet. Yeah, it's a perfect environment. Yeah. Where do <laughs> mushrooms grow? In like forests where it rains a lot. You know, simulated, in damp areas. Simulated inside bodies. So two days after we shot it up, he became very tired, vomited blood, got jaundice, oh. had diarrhea and nausea. Took him to the hospital. He wasn't coherent. He couldn't even talk. He had liver, severe liver damage. Oh, my God. His kidneys weren't functioning properly. And he was going into organ failure. Uh, the mush- mushrooms, which thrive in dark places, had began growing in his bloodstream, causing all these issues. He was on a ventilator. They had to filter all of his blood. Took three weeks. Hot t- 22 days in the hospital. <laughs> two antibiotics. Antifungal treatment. God damn it. And he's still taking medication now today. Uh, what does that say? Uh, okay, we just got the story up on the screen. I've got to get used to this fucking high-tech setup we got. Dude, how funny is that? Because you, you would think that you're like, oh, yeah, let me inject. Because you're like, whoa, saline solution gets injected. You know what I mean? I, if I can eat it, why can't I shoot it? That's the logic, too. It's like it's going in my body either way, but it's going. It's a whole different process. Also, how long until you realize, like, because do you trip? You have to trip off of it. It's, in your, it's directly in your bloodstream. I would say so. Because the whole thing is it's in your bloodstream. You, you're trying to get it into your bloodstream. That's why, like, you snort coke instead of, like, licking it. You know what I mean? It goes through the membrane or whatever faster, but or like people boof drugs, they put drugs up their butt instead of yeah. Or like I one time I um I just was literally out of uh, creamer, but I had coke, so I put coke in my coffee one time <laughs> before work, and it's like I got high. It wasn't as good as snorting it, you know. I got a yeah. sensation, but it wasn't as oh, man. Much. This coffee's making my mouth numb. I remember thinking, yeah, that was a dumb move. But I had to, I had to work at five in the morning. It's just a waste of cocaine. I was tired. Yeah, absolutely. Just do cocaine. I didn't really do that much. I didn't really do coke then. I just had it. Like someone yeah. left it at my place. Oh, that's anyway, fair. that's what I did. You should. Uh, I don't know. Oh, that's another weird thing. Is how? When did he realize he wasn't tripping and he's actually seriously ill? Because I've you get that when so you take mushrooms, later, you get that like yeah. pre nausea. Yeah, I threw up one time when I took mushrooms, but. <laughs> but this guy's just he's shitting his brains out and he's like this is the best mushrooms <laughs> I've ever had oh what a fucking idiot I wish I knew like was he an experienced mushroom taker or was this his first time I feel like it's his first time well, yeah, if he's a bipolar cause a lot of people they'll medicate themselves they're like I can rein it in as long as I like cleanse my brain every couple months with psychedelics yeah sure um, just, you know, kind of still ground myself in reality and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because there is kind of like a clarity you get coming out of a mushroom trip that stays with you for a few days. Mm-hmm. Not always, but it can. Yeah. Where it is like, oh, wow, it really is an antidepressant. I can feel it working on me. Not for this fucking guy. No way. Um, all right. I got we have five minutes left. I'm going to do my last one. And this is also politics. Sorry, folks. But this is a lighthearted, fun one. So the mayor of a Houston suburb was chosen by pulling names out of a hat. <laughs> cool. So there was two candidates. Each racked up exactly 1,010 votes. One zero one zero. They did a recount. They're like, yep, you guys are at the same. 1,010 votes apiece. So they both just put their names on a ping pong ball and put it in a big-ass top hat. <laughs> and they just drew the names. And the, the guy who lost was like, I'd like to thank you guys for voting. And 
it just goes to show you how how important voting is, and that's where it's a gloves off. I want to show you guys how important voting is. Like, just for example, like we Ping tied. Balls in a hat. We had a recount. Like, er, literally every single vote counted. This was his speech. He's like, every single vote counted. But really, none of the votes counted because you just pulled it out of a hat. Let's just start with that, bud. <laughs> let's just yeah. Let's just do that first. They at least honored the tie. That's fair. That's kind of cool that it was that many votes and it came down to an exact tie. I wonder what the odds are on that. So Lawrence, the loser, I think said Lawrence, uh, the loser. Of course you lost. You're Lawrence, the loser, dude. <laughs> uh, it's a woman. So meanwhile, she uh, trusted the process and believed the drawing went how it was supposed to go, which is also seems ominous. Like That's not the way you say that. It, in, in quotes oh, saying went how go. it was supposed to go. Like, what are you talking about? Like, yeah. that's you know what I mean? Sure. That's that seemed fishy. So I'd, I'd have dozen people praying about this. She said, I told Sean I would support him and I will. And I think the unity is going to get stuff done. So shout out to her. She lost the election. She didn't have people march on. I don't know the pool house in the community they're from and wherever they hold local meetings for this neighborhood where they apparently only 2020 people voted. Oh, that's funny, too. The election took place. They each got 1,010 votes, and the election took place in 2020, and they had t- there's 2020 total votes counted. Oh, wow. A lot of number symbolism. I like that. Yeah, so the Illuminati was I like probably when numbers this. match up like that. I like that it is such so small scale, because if numbers added up like that, and it was for like a state election or something, people would be like, it was rigged, man. The, the elites, they, they, their symbolism will be their downfall, all this QAnon bullshit, but then... It's it's just like literally a suburb of a suburb of Houston, so no one's gonna be like, "Hey, the Illuminati rigged this," because yeah. it's like really, what do you have power over? Like, hey, you, you know, yeah, the water department. If yeah. you remove like the power of the homeowners association, you really can do nothing to these people. I like the numbers. I like when I like. I don't know. They don't. Sometimes it's just like we like eleven eleven because it all looks the same. Like there was a guy who recently tried to get his. Uh, the kid was born at like 1156 on January 4th on 31st. And he was trying to get the doctor to be like, just give him 1201 so he can be born in 2021. I don't want him associated with it. And they wouldn't do it. But I like number stuff like that. Like I got married on 8-8-2016. So it's just like 8 plus 8 is 16. Hey, that's fun. My marriage is a math problem. 16-16. My wife's a nerd. Uh, yeah. But I like stuff like that. But yeah, I, that was lame. Why wouldn't they? Or I, I was talking to a guy. His kid was born on like... Uh, 1235 and he's like he tried to talk to the doctor and he's doing 1234 so it could be one two three uh-huh. four that's fun yeah but some people they i mean some of it you're like oh that is kind of interesting and then i went to this um tarot like palm reader lady sure, and my, my yeah. birthday is 9 10 september 10th she's like see 9 10 so it's 9 1 0 but 9 10 so if you 9 plus 1 is 10 so 9 10 and i was like Lady, you are fucking grasping yeah. at nothing here. Leave me alone. Tell me my future. Yeah, tell me how many kids do this. Do the the trick where you like put a needle in a pencil and wave it the over crystal, my wrist yeah. to, to see if uh, how many boys and girls people I'm gonna have. People swear by that. It's people so swear by that. Uh, yeah, but, but those people are idiots. I got to do that. And this show's crystal. not for idiots. Um, are you all done? Yeah, I got I got one more quick one. It's oh, really it's a big hats off actually. Oh shit. Hats off to you, sir. Because I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure I've complained about this on this show, and it was a hard gloves off. And things have changed in the internet world. And I, uh, you know how we have the new thing where, like, if we go to a website, we have to beg them not to sell our information. Where, like, yeah. when you log on now, it's like, hey, here's all the shit we're selling. Some of the websites let you click a button that says "Do not sell my information," which makes me feel better. But um. I, I used Even to com- if you're lying, just put the button there. I used to complain that um, like targeted ads suck. Like I would buy a baseball glove, and then I would get advertisements for baseball gloves yeah. when I obviously don't need a baseball glove anymore. I just bought it. Get your shit together. Ever since the Do Not Sell My Information stuff came out, my targeted marketing has gotten really good, and all the ads on Instagram now, it's all shit I want. And so I want to give big ups to big tech because they're nailing me now. That's they're my whole my thing. demographic. That's like my the problem. shirts and hats they're promoting. They're shirts and hats I like where before it would never be stuff yeah. I like. And the, the ads are getting fucking good now. So it's creeping me out. But they're the technology is getting better because I have I have bought a lot of shit directly from Instagram ads yeah. now that I never would have before. There's a. 
No, but that, that's all I asked for is because there was like this, I give it this grace period for it to get good because for a long time it was targeted ads, but also it's like, I'm, I'm watching Hulu getting commercials for Hulu. Like I'm on your service. Like what more do you want me to do? Like the only way I'd see this commercial is if I'm already paying. For, I don't, I don't get yeah. what's happening. If I don't have Hulu, I can't, I can't see. It the makes commercial. no sense. But then also like, I don't mind as long as it's good. Like if you're going to steal all my information and like sell it to tech companies, for the purpose of them advertising to me, just make it good. You know yeah, what I mean? They're 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 doing that. The way I, uh, and someone they, and they promote like really silly shit, like weird rollerblade alternatives. Oh, bro, you I'm know what like, I you oh, know what I have I in the mail? Like that. This is what, okay. So the way I heard it described to me was, um, so they have a minor amount of information from you, right? So the, in their computer, in their system, whatever, say the computer gives you, if you're a stick figure. But the more like it watches you, like your Amazon purchases, your Instagram browsing, then it adds like, oh, your hair. Now your hair's brown. And then like, oh, we'll put you like these kind of shoes until you're the stick figure becomes like a, a hyper realistic looking painting of you. They have a full detailed thing. You know what I mean? And it gets to the point where in the mail, I have snakes in a can coming. <laughs> oh, I know where it rattles. or when No, you the, open the it? peanut can. Oh, and the where you open it, out. the snakes fly. I was like, oh, God damn it. They figured me out. They got me. My profile is complete. Yeah. This shirt, I told my grandma this is what I wanted for Christmas. I'm pretty sure I saw it on an Instagram ad. God bless your grandma. For Pacific Sunwear. God bless Tommy Lasorda. God bless the Los Angeles Dodgers. I love that. I love the, uh, the envelope that snake eggs and what it is. It's like a rubber band and a coin and you twist it. Basically, when you open it, it yeah. rattles. I, don't know. I, love the, I love pranks. Love pranks. Yeah, those are great. Um, like the fish candy or the, you know, the, the shock fake gum. poo. Shock, shock gum was good. Those shock pens in elementary school. Yeah, those are good. Oh, yeah. Uh, those are the good best. Yeah. That's it. Hats off, gloves off. Episode one, again. We're alive. Uh, we appreciate anybody for tuning in, for watching it all. For um, if, this, if you're listening, um, we're on YouTube now. We're streaming. This shit is next level. So make sure you go check us out. Um, we appreciate the audio listeners. But just so you know, if you enjoy the show, you can enjoy it in multiple ways now. You can throw this on the TV while you're making dinner or what have you. Or love. Oh, yeah. You can fuck to this. Dude, you better fuck to this. I'm going to fuck to this. Oh, God. Shout out to my girlfriend's parents. I'm going to fuck to this. So uh, that's it. Hats off, gloves off. Thank you for listening. Follow us. Uh, I'm at. Mitchell fill up M I T C H E L L F I L L U P on Instagram at robot Spencer. Follow our production team at beam Jeremy. Um, and hit us up, uh, at Hogopod on Instagram for any comments, corrections, suggestions, um, scheduling, um, news topics, whatever you want. Um, everything's there. Updates, it's all happening down at the Instagram page it, until we get banned for saying Nazi like seven times on this episode eight now. But, um, Nazi. Right. <laughs> Nazi. Thank you for listening. Uh, we'll see you next week. Miss Bye. you. Outro. Outro. I'm so used to not doing it. <laughs> <laughs>